Hey everybody, it's your old pal Sawtooth Frank with episode 13 of the Soft Serve podcast. And this is the continuation of the 52 Lists for Happiness. And today I'm talking with Stomping Jen about List 2, and that is the routines in your personal and work life. So we had a pretty good conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. That was the podcast starting. It makes that noise every time. It does. <clears throat> I've never heard it before. Well, you just heard it now. Welcome to the Soft serve podcast everybody you look really uncomfortable i am sitting askance askew (laughs) crooked look look very comfortable i'll get comfortable just give me a minute i have to get through this introduction i'm here with my seemingly new co-host stomping jen say hi stomping jen hello and of course, this is your old friend, Sawtooth Frank, here with you. And in full disclosure, Stomping Jen and I just got back from a party, a rollicking party with lots of sushi and cake and libations. <laughs> I'll call them. So, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. We're taking a chance. We're taking a chance at podcasts and romance. We'll see how it goes. But we're here this evening. You could be listening to this during the day, so it's stupid to say this evening. We're here on this episode to continue talking about happiness we have both now completed two lists for happiness out of 52 lists for is happiness is it a list of happiness um this the title of the book is 52 lists for happiness oh, that's true um on the last episode of the podcast episode 12 we talked about what makes you happy right now? Mm-hmm. Now, Stomping Jen, you didn't have the list. No. At that time. No. And you didn't complete it. Now I have the book because you bought it for me. Right. Because on episode 12, you made an appeal to me. <laughs> you said you could buy me the book. And, and so you did. And we could complete the list together. 
And we've done it. Here. We've completed list two together. Mm-hmm. Now, if we have time, maybe we'll go back to your list one. Okay. But list two... I'm going to flip the pages here. You might hear me turning them. List two in this book, the section we're in is called Reflect, if you remember. We're supposed to be reflecting on things Mm -hmm. right now. So list one, as I said, was list what makes you happy right now. List two was list the routines in your personal life and work. Now, why should we be reflecting on routines? Do you have any insight into this? Well, because the take action portion of this list is circle all of the routines that bring you joy and cross out all the ones that you dislike. Interesting. What is it about the circled routines that bring you joy? Did you circle routines? I didn't bother circling anything. You've not done the task. No. Did you? I did. I took action. Great. I'm seri- you're not serious about happiness. <clears throat> well, go ahead. That's all. You're not serious about obtaining happiness. I am. Okay. I will say, before we get into list two, that this podcast is brought to you this evening by two libations. The first libation is whiskey. I happen to be drinking wild turkey. It's a form of bourbon. What are you um, drinking over there? I have a lovely imperial stout with coffee. Its name is Sunday Paper, and it's by the amazing Exhibit A Brewing Company out of Framingham, Mass. Hmm. I... I mentioned earlier that we um, were recording this podcast late in the evening. Are you, do you have any concerns about drinking a a beverage with coffee in it well, so late? Hoping it will get me through the podcast. How dare you? <laughs> okay. Okay. List two. List the routines in your personal life and work. Now, I find this very difficult. I didn't. Well, that's because you have a much more structured routine, daily routine than I do. Once again, I was able to complete this list relatively quickly. Now, as we're going along, should I indicate which ones that I circled and that bring me joy? Why don't you just read the list? And then go back through? Yeah. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not, because I don't know how exhaust, extensive that your list is. All right. Now, how should we do this? Should we take turns, or should I go through my list first, or <clears throat> should we each list the first thing on our lists? Um, I think you should just either go, or I should just either go. Hmm. Now, did you break them out into personal and work? No. Interesting. Um, so I, I should did. also just take a moment to explain... Why I didn't feel the need to do that. Go on. Which is that I'm self-employed. And so I feel like there really is very little self. Uh, There is really very little separation. Very little self. Very little 
separation between the two interesting items personal and work personal and work you feel like they blend together they blend together for me every day okay i'll accept that so i was able to break mine out separately now job no gerb a gerb (laughs) some, (laughs) some of them do cross over i'll admit yeah but i did try to separate them so okay once again we've been asked by list two in 52 lists for happiness to list the routines in our personal life and work. I'm going to go first. I'm going to list my routines. Okay. Personal. First. Go. Okay. I have certain hygiene routines. Personal hygiene. <clears throat> so the ones I wrote down here, and I'm not going to get too graphic. Okay. People don't need to know every detail. Mm-hmm. Because I know your routines. You know my routines. Mm -hmm. But not everybody needs to know my routines. But I'm going to list some of the routines. There's not enough. Honestly, there's only two small pages here. So I really wouldn't be able to list every routine. So personal hygiene. Brushing teeth. Showering. Trimming my toenails. Getting a haircut and applying beard oil. That's a daily routine? It doesn't say daily. Okay. They're just routines. Okay. You don't eat? Hmm. I didn't consider that. (laughs) Is eating a routine? Um. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I would add that now that you mention it. Well, do you not eat? I have a confession. I'm actually a plant. (laughs) I photosynthesize. (laughs) Okay. Does that surprise you? No. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you're talking about being a plant. You've been living with and in a relationship with a plant for the last 26 years? 26. How long have we been together? added like four years onto our relationship. You've not been together for 26 years? <laughs> I've known you for 22 years. Interesting. 23. This okay. This upcoming fall. Okay. Can I list another routine? Go for it. Okay. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. You may have heard that noise. There are, there are cats fighting in the podcast studio. <laughs> it's like a wrestling they're, takedown. They're rolling around. One is biting the other in the it's neck. It's like WWE in here. It's WWC. Oh, they changed it. World Wrestling of Cats. (laughs) Okay. All right. The next on my list of routines in my personal life is exercise. Okay. Not um, sexercise, but exercise. Okay. Now, that would be going to the gym or swimming when I used to swim, but exercise, it's a routine. Great. I do this routinely. Um, Cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. I do that routinely. Uh, once a week, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, tucking the kids in at night. Mm-hmm. That's a routine. Even though we have an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, um, I still do the tuck-in every night. Try to. Filling the pellet stove. We have a pellet stove. 
we heat our house um, with a combination of oil heat and a forced hard air furnace um, and a pellet stove. The pellet stove requires a nearly constant infusion of pellets into it. Um, and pellet, I feel pellet stove refills did not make my list, but it's part of my routine. Also, I just want to point that out. Interesting. But it didn't make my list. So that's a shared routine. Yeah. We share that routine. Right. Especially because if I dare let it go out, I feel like you're there's trying... retribution here. I feel like you're trying to bogart my routines. <clears throat> I'm not. Go. We might have to end this podcast. Come on. Next is Friday night game night. Mm-hmm. Loading the dishwasher. This is in no particular order, is it? No, it's there's no order here. Thank you for asking that question. There's no order. Uh, my morning coffee. That's I have coffee every morning because I'm addicted to caffeine. Would that be a shared routine? Well, since I was sick over winter break, I've switched to tea. Hello, governor. You drink some tea every morning, do you? I think that's lovely. I like tea, too. Not Terminator 2, the movie. I mean, I like tea, comma, T-O-O, or tea also. I know you're a fan of um, the Terminator franchise, so when I said I like T2, I thought for a moment you might have thought I was referring um, to the Terminator movie. Did you think that? No, I didn't, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, Evening snacks. I know they're bad. I know they're not... um, necessarily um healthy to have every evening but i do routinely eat an evening snack um lately that's been veggie straws um those are sort of like chips but they're made out of tomatoes cucumbers no no what are they made out of (laughs) it's like potato spinach Hmm. and tomato i think i would like a cucumber one you should have went to the Asian market with us. They have all sorts of interesting treats. Okay. Um, updating computers. What? I do that routinely here. Okay. Um, this is part of the um, hidden burden that I the assume. The invisible load. The invisible load that I assume. Updating computers. Is updating computers. Right. We have so many. Um, changing the water filter on the house. Mm-hmm. I do that routinely. And um, yard work. I routinely do yard work. So that's what I've got um, under personal. I'm sure I've missed things. I haven't captured everything. This is not a comprehensive list. There's not enough room. <laughs> it's a small page. I'll share a picture of this um, when I on Instagram. Okay. Uh, my Instagram. Did you circle some of these things? I did circle some. My Instagram handle is Sawtooth Frank. Of course it is. If you want to look me up, Sawtooth Frank. Now you have to request to follow me, but I'll approve you if you make a request. All right. So do you want me to indicate which of these indi- bring me joy in my personal life? Sure. Should I say why? Sure. Okay. Showering. 
All right. You don't need to say I why. love showering. Great. I love being in the enclosed space of the shower. I love the feeling of the hot water on my skin. I love um, cleaning my body. I love the smell of the soaps I use. It just feels nice to be clean. And um, I think the... It's a it's it's a lovely experience showering. I love it. Um, I also circled um, applying beard oil. I have a rather long beard, and um, I apply these. Um, I have a variety of oils that I apply to my beard to keep it moisturized and conditioned. Um, I have a, a range of scents that I have at my disposal, depending on my mood. Um, the ones I have right now are um, a bay rum scent. Bay rum. What is bay rum? I don't know. I don't know exactly how to describe it to you. Um, it is doesn't it like rum by the bay. No, it does not smell like the ocean, and it does not smell like the alcoholic beverage rum. Like, is it like a sea shanty? Not at all. It's kind of like um, a cologne-ish type of smell. I don't know quite how to describe it. Um, the other one I have is um, Stagecoach. It's supposed to smell like leather and... Um, Sawdust? Stagecoach operator pantaloons. <laughs> and that one I like. It's kind of a rugged, um, old western type of smell. How would you know what an old western type of smell is? I have a time machine. Okay. And the other beard oil scent that I have is um, reminiscent of pine trees. I just got that one. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's by Mountaineer brand beard oils. Um, who are not sponsoring this podcast. But I'll mention it. Am I taking too long here? Yeah. Is this too much exposition? That's okay. Um, all right. The next thing I have circled is exercise. That brings me joy. Um, I'm supposed to tell you what it is about these things that bring me joy. Is that true? Yeah. It's part of the take action step that you ignored. I'll point out to everybody. I, f- I know how to follow instructions, unlike you. Um... Why does it bring me joy? I like moving my body. I like the feeling of the endorphins from exercising. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't get endorphins when I exercise. Cleaning the house. I love cleaning the house. That brings me joy. Because then you have a clean house. Yeah. Um, I like... I like... Putting things in order. I like putting things into order. Man, it's like you're reading my mind. Because I know you. <laughs> Whiskey. That's good stuff. Um, okay. Um, Friday night game night I have circled. Of course you have it I enjoy circled. that. I enjoy getting together with my boyfriends and playing video games. It's a camaraderie of a type. I talked about this on the last episode. Sometimes there's fighting. Sometimes there's rage quitting. But on the whole, it's a um, positive experience. 
you may hear a padding sound. And that is um, Stomping Jen patting her lap, trying to get the cats to <laughs> join her. Come. They won't join her. No. Instead, they're staring at the um, the podcast um, studio microphones, wondering why they could they're care here. Less. Okay. Uh, the next thing that brings me joy, believe it or not, on my list was loading the dishwasher. <laughs> why are you laughing? Uh, you're just funny. Why is that funny? <clears throat> Keep going. Because it's like a game. What's a game? To load the dishwasher. How is it a game? In the most efficient way possible. It's like a game of Tetris. Yes, exactly. That's how I feel. I enjoy it. Um, drinking my morning coffee brings me joy. Mm-hmm. I love having my morning coffee. My evening snack brings me joy. I look forward to it. So what about your daily routine doesn't bring you joy? Oh, There's a number of things on here. Um, and yard work brings me joy. Things I hate doing. Brushing my teeth. <laughs> That's Why are you laughing? Ridiculous. Okay. I don't like trimming my toenails. I don't I like getting. I don't like getting haircuts. I hate filling the pellet stove. I despise updating computers, and I don't like changing the water filter. Mostly because I'm afraid I'm going to rupture a pipe when I do that. Because you have to twist the water filter to mm-hmm. get it off of the pipe, and I'm always afraid it's going to break. Okay. Um, work routines. There's not as many work routines. If you're bored already, I'm sorry. You can leave. But, um, one of my work routines is getting to zero inbox. Um. Does that bring you joy? I don't have that circle. No. I hate it. It's a source of constant anxiety for me, actually. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Okay, keep going. I have decided that I must have zero inbox. Great. And that means I'm constantly having to... Check your email? Check my email and deal with the emails in my inbox. It seems stressful. It's incredibly stressful. But... That's how I operate. It's a routine. Um, Let's see. A weekly staff meeting. I have those. Now, I don't have that circled. Mostly because that uh, meeting is early in the morning. And it involves having to assemble an agenda. I don't particularly enjoy having to do that. So I wouldn't say it brings me joy. Um, the other thing for work routines that I have listed here is uh, one-to-one meetings. I have that circled. It actually does bring me joy. To meet with people? I like meeting with people I work with. Hearing about what they're doing and um, how I can help them. I like that. So we have this... Um, this other thing that I have to do routinely, we have this system at work for um, generating tickets for the stuff we do. Mm-hmm. So I have here that clearing those tickets out and managing them. And that doesn't, it's not circled. It doesn't bring me joy. It often feels like work. Um, it is work, but I'm saying it doesn't feel like fun work. So I don't have it, I don't have it circled. Union meetings something I do at work 
I have that circle. It brings me joy, actually. I'm glad you asked. Why does it bring me joy? <laughs> well, because they're exciting. Often they happen in a um, what's called the labor management context, where it's unions meeting with management, and we get to um, discuss challenging issues. I enjoy that. I mean, also I get to help people. Well, look, we know this old friend here from my personal life list, updating computers. <laughs> I have to do that at work. It's not circled. Does that surprise you? Nope. Can Next is walking to and from the office. I do that routinely at work. Mm-hmm. I have probably about a quarter mile walk from where I park to my office. Um, I enjoy that walk immensely. Um, this last spring on that walk in the morning, I would routinely see a skunk. Because <laughs> I go in on the early side. And I would see the skunk walking around. And he'd be rooting for things in the grass, and I really enjoyed seeing him. But even without the skunk, I enjoy the walk. Um, I think one of the things I also do as part of my job is I kind of walk around and check in with people, see how they're doing. This is different than, um, kind of sit down one-to-one meetings, Mm -hmm. but I do enjoy walking around, checking in with people. I think talking to people, see how they're doing, connecting. I like that. Um... The other thing I have on my list here, I'm going to yawn, excuse me, because even though you're listening to this at any time, this is actually recording this kind of late at night. Um, The other thing I have, last thing I have on my list here for um, work, for routines in my my work life, are um, taking walks um, with somebody who works with me when it's nice weather. We often go on these long walks and kind of... Um, they're working meetings. Mm-hmm. We go on these long walks um, and talk about stuff happening at work. And I really enjoy those. Um, but we typically only get to do those when it's really nice weather. Yeah. Um, so I have that circle because it brings me joy. Um, so that's my list. Awesome. Now I understand you also completed a list. Uh huh. I'm excited for this. <laughs> you're excited. Yeah, because this is the first time that you're sharing a list. I'm gonna put. I'm actually putting my list down, and I'm looking at you. Oh. Now I get to sit here in silence and um, stare at you as you read your list. Okay, my lists are not as exciting as yours. Well, hold on. Why do you think my lists were exciting? Right. So I split my list up into week and weekends so interesting meaning you have like certain routines you do during, during the week. week yes and some routines you do on the weekend yes can i ask a question yeah what is a weekend saturday and sunday interesting so 
Did you understand that reference? No. Downton Abbey. <clears throat> what's her that? What's that old bird's name? All right. So wait, m- the Grandchester yeah. Meadow. What's her no. name? <laughs> what was her That's name? A Pink Floyd song. I don't know. The I know who you're talking about. Grouchester Grumpy. What was her name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're doing over there. The cats are doing something in the podcast studio. It's very disconcerting. You seem uninterested in my list. I'm extremely interested in your list. You're more interested in Downton Abbey. No, I just wanted to know what a weekend was. Okay. So, here's my routine as I understood this question. Is this for the week? For the week. Go on. So, I wake up. Is that part of your routine? That's part is waking of my up? routine. Wake up. Okay. Like get get the kids ready for school. Eat breakfast. What does getting the kids ready for school involve? Um, involves getting them out of their beds, making okay. sure that they eat their food, making sure that they're dressed and that they've brushed their teeth and that they have their lunches and or snack together and all of that kind of good stuff and making sure that they're ready when their carpool comes to get them. It sounds like a lot. Yep. It is a lot. Okay. Okay. Um, so I eat breakfast somewhere between this town time. Okay. (laughs) So you eat breakfast during all of that. During all of that, I somehow eat breakfast. What do you eat for breakfast? Um, so usually I eat yogurt with berries and granola. Hmm. What kind of berries? Uh, I like, I prefer blueberries. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to use frozen mixed berries because I don't like frozen blueberries. Okay. So I like the mix, but that's only if I have frozen berries. What are they doing? The pod, the, the, the they're trying to get into, s- they're, the, these cats, these, these cats are really disrupting this podcast right now. They're trying to climb into my, a, a backpack right. in the podcast so anyways, studio. So I eat breakfast. You eat breakfast. Is that okay. on the routine list? Yeah. Okay. So there are certain mornings of the week, mm-hmm. which after the kids go out the door, I go and work out. Or if I don't have a day where I'm going to work out, then I just get ready for my day, which is get dressed. So sort of like that and then it's either i'm leaving to go to a client or i go to a computer downstairs a home office a home office yeah so if i'm going to a client it means a lot of driving on my part because we live in an area where everything is far away and all my clients are everywhere so there's a lot of driving that happens okay some point i start to get hungry again and then i eat lunch my lips were all about food food uh because after lunch i usually start thinking (laughs) about dinner is that what you're trying to say i I will tell you the (laughs) listener stomping jen is doubled over laughing 
because she can't because somehow you mention food like never <laughs> your entire list revolves around food <laughs> interesting she can't speak she's laughing so hard i'll tell you she's covering her face with some kind of cloth that looks like a scarf i must have been hungry when i wrote this okay you like food um i do like food but it's important because when my family comes home i like for them to have food i like to them to have dinner on the table so i have to think about it you're actually crying I'm just you're crying laughing so hard I was laughing. But it's important. So it's actually sometimes now that I'm reading this, sometimes I think about dinner at breakfast time, not really after lunch. So if I'm working from home <clears throat> around three, four o'clock, I have to start preparing for dinner time. Or sometimes we go out and then we have dinner. <laughs> then we have our family dinner time, which is really important. That's part of our daily routine. Mm-hmm. We have family dinner where we talk about our day, um, and, then the, and then at some point we have some brief like period of time after dinner where we all kind of decompress from our day, and then the kids get ready for bed, and uh, there's occasionally times where I have to go to a meeting at in the evening time. And then uh, usually our evening ends with the couch and drink and a TV, <laughs> I wrote in my little routine. It sounds lovely. Right. And that's usually our week. And I, I will correct you. I did have food in my routines. You the evening snack. snack. The <laughs> evening snack. The evening snack, which I did not write down. You don't have the evening snack in there. I have the evening snack. And you usually participate in the evening <laughs> snack. I do usually participate. You did not have the evening drink that we usually have. You're a co-conspirator in the evening snack. Okay. You're right. I did leave off the evening drink. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was on purpose on okay. my part. So that's... Did you leave off the morning drink? <laughs> that's pretty much our, my weekly routine. What about it, the afternoon drink? It only deviates on Fridays. What about the wake up in the middle of the night drink? Sawtooth Frank has his evening... Game drink? night. Um, that okay, is my sorry. evening to go out with friends. Sometimes. Not always, but... Nine uh, times out of ten. Nine times out of ten I go out on Friday nights. So that's part of my routine. And then there's the weekend. So... <clears throat> go on. The weekends right now have been uh, sleeping in unless we have plans. Um, in the fall and the spring, it tended to be soccer early in the morning. Um, and then we do some family activities. Um, <clears throat> uh, my weekends are punctuated by doing loads of laundry and doing grocery shopping usually. Um, and then on Sundays, which are different than Saturdays, um... Sundays are different than Saturdays? Um, <laughs> in the fact that my kids go to school for Hebrew lessons in the morning, um, and usually that entails going out to lunch after, and then, you know, 
maybe the cleaning and the laundry and the shopping didn't happen on Saturday, so it has to happen on Sunday. Okay. Or laundry takes up a good chunk of the weekend. And then there's always dinner, because I wrote that down. Uh, And then usually on the weekends, or even during the week, there is always some phone call or possibly a FaceTime with my family members. Um, And then, of course, there is the couch, drink, TV, or maybe on occasion, Sawtooth Frank and I go out on a Saturday night. Oh, like we did tonight. Like we did tonight. That was fun. And that I have as my routines. Which ones bring you joy? I didn't put, like, brushing teeth or taking a shower or... So are we to to take that you don't do those things? I do all of those things. I take my contacts out. I put makeup on. So why didn't they make your list? That's curious. I don't know. My mine was all about food, apparently. Hmm. There was lots of food on my well, list. Food is important. We need food to live. Right. Apparently food is way more important to me. Than what? Than you. You didn't have food on your list really much. Food is more important to you than I am? No. <sighs> food... And thinking about food or preparing food and thinking about groceries made my list and didn't make your list. Right. Because you do that. So I do most of that, apparently. I do not have yard work on this list. Interesting. Why not? Because you do the yard work. You could do yard work. I would rather die. I'd rather go to the grocery store and go shopping. That's interesting. I occasionally go to the grocery store. Yes, you always mess it up. But do you occasionally do yard work? Um, very rarely. Interesting. Like if, if, you, if you ask me to do some specific helping of some sort. Hmm. So what we're really saying Yeah, but is... like yard work is not like a thing that has to happen. See, I don't think you understand the hidden burden of husbands. Wait, <clears throat> we can talk about that if you'd like. I'm not I sure like I'd a, like to. I had a whole like thought process today about right. this. Do you want to talk about the topic. hidden burden? So the invisible burden is what you're talking about. What's different between hidden and visible? Hidden and visible mean similar things. Okay, go on. So there's this whole idea that women carry this invisible burden Go this on. hidden burden in households and that they are in charge of the running of the household mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that they are also expected to work and that this is like you know basically a full time job okay Running a household. So, you know, you and I kind of had a conversation about this earlier today. And I've been thinking about it since we talked about it. Were you thinking about how enlightened I am? Well, I think that people don't... They tend to forget that, as you mentioned today, that running a household is like running a business in a lot of ways. That's right. Right. And I think that a lot of communication breakdowns that happen between people have a lot to do with expectations. Mm 
Hmm. And because I'm a management consultant, this kind of hit home with me, this idea of expectations and employees, right? Like, so if you're an employee who doesn't know what their expectations are, right? how can you hold them accountable for things that they don't know that they're responsible for? You can't. And a lot of this hidden burden... Well, you can, but then you'd be an asshole manager. Right. So right. there's this idea that um, circulates, and I've seen in several articles about this hidden burden, um, where it mentions this cartoon and how this whole French woman wrote this cartoon, and it's this uh, woman who invites somebody over for dinner and she's busy and the kids are fighting and she's busy cooking and um, the water is boiling and the husband is just sitting on a couch and um, everything kind of like comes to a boiling point literally and she is saying to the husband you know why didn't you help me and he says you could have just asked right yeah but what kind of asshole just sits on the couch well Okay, so there's a couple of things to unpack here. So the cartoon goes on to like say about how the woman is seen as the project manager for the household. Okay. Right? So by saying you didn't ask me to help, it's implying that he doesn't that the that the gentleman in this cartoon doesn't see it as part of his job and that is the invisible burden yeah am i getting this correct you are uh, so my thinking about this as a management consultant mainly is about how expectations are not built into this equation if you're a good manager you know how to delegate and you know how to say listen partner of mine that's sitting on the couch i need your help right now right but are you so there's a little you... Should you have to manage a partner? Don't partners so, aren't partners supposed to be equal and negotiate? Well, I think that responsibilities here is where I think the breakdown comes into play. Is that as you mentioned, as I mentioned <laughs> about operating a household as a business? If a if a, two partners who are running a household were to sit down and delineate responsibilities among the household. Mm-hmm. So that, to, for example, partner A, you Am are I partner A, not just anybody. Partner A, you are in charge. Can I be of, partner F of responsibilities X, Y, and Z? Like you are responsible for grocery shopping Can I and be laundry. Responsible for E, F, and G, please. Go on. Sorry. And so that partner knows that those are the things that they are responsible for and the other partner has a certain list of things that they are responsible for. Whether this is something that they naturally gravitate towards, that creates a harmonious partnership of, between the two. Okay. Where everything in the household can sort of get done because everybody kind of knows what their responsibilities are. Right, and that's you, a communication thing. That's something that you need to talk about with your partner right, about like, do you I'm have in to charge of this stuff and you're in charge of that stuff. Do you have to write it down? You don't have to write it down. I think there's like a general pattern of living that you get into. And I think that when couples don't have children, it's even easier because you do the things that you kind of like to do. And if the, there's something that neither one of you like to do, it doesn't get done, you know, then 
Maybe that's how a fight might might occur. Once you enter children into the equation, there's a whole level of things. And this is where people... The invisible burden comes into play. I so feel are you like. saying children are the invisible no, burden? No, 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 no. Children, children are horrible. That's what you're saying. Having the responsibilities of having a child is tenfold more than, say, having an animal. Right. Right. <clears throat> and there are a lot of nuance that goes into that. Right, you're taking care of another human being. You're acting as their caretaker, their social director as they get older. Um, you are the scheduler. You're, I mean, everything. You have to make sure that they are adequately taken care of. And I think that so parents are basically gods. <sighs> we cre- we create the life, and then we up to a certain point. Are responsible for directing the life. That's a that's godlike power. Go on. Anyways, this idea of running the household as a business and communicating with your partner about what responsibilities they you each are going to have and setting expectations with each other. I right. think would go a long way to solving these problems of the quote-unquote invisible and hidden burden that people feel in marriages. Now, what happens when you get a partner who says, well, I worked all day and I just want to play video games tonight? Every night of the week. Again, it comes down to expectations. So if the partner... Is expected of them to do certain things. If you were to sit down and say, you know, these are the things that I'm responsible for and these are the things that you are responsible for, then you can hold people accountable. If you can't, if you don't set the expectations with each other, you can't hold people accountable for things. They don't know what they're responsible for. And you can't assume that they're just responsible for everything. I agree. Especially when there's children involved. Because you're both responsible because you've created a life together. But you have to know what each person's limitations and skill sets, where the nuances and responsibilities would lie but what if you get a partner who says my limitations are i can only go to work and that's enough i'm so tired it's all i can handle right then you need then if you also have a job and you are if you're if you're both partners are working that's when you have to bring in another responsible person into the equation like a maid i didn't say maid or a au pair helper a helper somebody who will help take on the responsibilities that both partners cannot but that costs money and most people can't afford to hire help 
<clears throat> I feel like we're having you're leading this conversation. If no, you're both pl- work, but if you're both working and you don't have to, that's why people. That's why stay at home people in a relationship. It's a full time job, people. This is not, and you have to share the full time job if you are both working, and you have to split it into part time work. It's there's only so many hours in a day. Like, what did you say when we were talking about this? And you were talking about it being a business. It's a distribution of labor. Right. I no. Right. I agree with you. I'm playing devil's advocate. What I'm saying is, there's a lot of fucking dickheads out there who will say, you know, I work. You know, with commuting ten hours a day, I get home. I'm too tired to vacuum the house. I don't want to give up my time on the weekends to mop the floors or mow the lawn you know so we have to spend money to take care of that or it just gets left undone or you figure it out to the other partner right and that is the burden that is i understand that is not even an invisible burden that's like a real burden no i understand that um but um but these are decision points that people make in relationships Interesting. I feel. And this is just my opinion. Well, your opinion is... Your opinion is good as anyone else's opinion. So, you know, my routine is mostly centered around food because... (laughs) Because you're you're tired. Because I am... You're exhausted from the invisible burden, so you're hungry. No, no, I don't think so. We haven't talked enough about how much good things that I do... This is my show, after all. I I seem to remember this conversation earlier in the day, focusing on what a wonderful partner I am. No, I think... Go on. I think that there are certain things that, again, it comes down to expectations and responsibilities and the equitable splitting of those responsibilities. And if they're not stated or written down or if you've never discussed those with your partner, and say you don't have a partner, single people out there who have Children are responsibilities. That's, they have double the amount of burden. That's a great point. You know, it's... it's Society is stacked against the single person. I mean, you know, think about a, a single mom with two or three kids who have no support system. I mean, they have to work. They have to be everything. It's tough. It's tough. It's really hard. Let's get back to how wonderful I am. <clears throat> so. <laughs> Go on. Nobody is perfect. Except for me. Go on. I'm close to perfect. <laughs> stomping, I mean, Jen is, the... stomping Jen is licking her lips. She's got something to say here. No, it's <laughs> just, you know, it's 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 when, you know... When you need something from that partner that's 
out of the realm of their normal expected responsibilities. Go on. And they come home with organic butter that's not on sale. <laughs> Is that partner me? <laughs> You know, like, you know, what's a sale? I don't know what that is. I don't know how to save money. I mean, there's just, you know, but like on the flip side, like, you know, when you ask me to get you something at the hardware store and it takes me twice as long to figure out what it is that you need. Right. But see, the thing that we the thing that we recognize is that um, even though we make mistakes, yes, one of the cats is snuggling up against me. Um, even though we make mistakes, we're operating with the best intentions. Right. So even though you say get butter and I go out and buy organic non-GMO moon butter that costs three times as much as regular butter, you say... Thank you for buying the butter. Thanks for buying the butter. You fucked up, but you meant well. Yes, I don't... I don't never hold it against you, right? So, and we get and it doesn't mean that I'm moon, never and frustrated. We get delicious moon butter cookies. <laughs> so, no, you never get frustrated with me. I, I get frustrated with you quite often. Never, it's impossible. No, I'm about often. as perfect as they come. Quite often, but you know, it's it's one of these things where you have to communicate with your partner if you have one about your expectations and if you are the project manager and they view you as the project manager like own that and delegate and give your partner a task interesting do like hey i need help gentlemen on the couch like come and help me don't you think the assigning of tasks could lead to resentment? Um, I think... Like, hey, you, I'm trying to level up my Fallout 76 character. How dare you ask me to load the dishwasher? I think if you're in a good relationship, those don't feel like burdens. Interesting. Like, for example, part of the invisible load. Burden. Burden is knowing where things are. What do you mean by that? So I have a mental tracking of like important key things that everybody in my house needs. So when I see them in places that are not in places you would expect. I noticed that. Do you mean, for example, a certain podcast hosts keys? Things like that. Shoes, coats, wallets. Interesting. Keys. Go on. um, Backpacks. Things of that nature. How dare you? Go on. I'm just saying books that need to go back to the library. Hmm. Um... Okay, so what do you do when you see these no, things? I have. I make. I. You, I keep a mental checklist or or n- note to myself, like, "Hey, I saw that book here," so that when inevitably we need to return the library book or we need to find the missing item, 
<clears throat> I am. I can help the individual who has misplaced the item find them. Now, is that something you do consciously? Um, it's a subconscious thing that has occurred that I've noticed that I think a lot of women, especially partners, have picked up on. Does it feel like a burden? Um, I don't know. For example, today, a certain podcast host was running around frantically searching for their keys. That was yesterday. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> was that really yesterday? It was on Friday, yeah. Today's not Friday? Uh-uh, it's Saturday. Oh, no. Well, it's I have Sunday news for now. you. It's, yeah, it's actually Sunday, and that's the invisible burden I carry. I know what day it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I think I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think you're saying, if, I hear, if I'm hearing you right, that I do everything perfectly. <laughs> There's no room for improvement. Mm. And we have a perfect partnership on and off of this podcast did i hear that correctly i think that people tend to forget that marriage is a do you mean marriage it's something you have to communicate with your partner about interesting go on it's it's not always about just loving people isn't always enough you have to have a relationship with that person that allows you to communicate effectively. Hmm. I don't disagree with you. In fact, I'll go so far to say I agree with you. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I think what we're saying here... Let's tie it back to routines. <laughs> is that we've gotten very off topic? I don't think we've gotten off topic. This is this is very on topic. Let me tell you why. Just because I'm drinking whiskey tonight, this podcast is sponsored by whiskey and Imperial Stout. I'm what just was now gone? What was the brand? Exhibit A. Exhibit we A. We know the owner. They're not formally sponsored by Exhibit A Imperial Stout, but we're. But Stomping Jen is drinking it tonight. Um, and as you can tell by her comments about the invisible burden... and this, It did have coffee in it. Yeah. As you can tell by the dialogue, the dialogic discourse we just engaged in, this is some heady cerebral shit, so go get some. Exhibit A, Imperial Stout. Now... How does all of this tie back to routines? Um, If you are in a partnership with somebody, there are routines. There are multiple people with routines. Maybe you're in a polyamorous situation and there are five of you living together loving one another, engaging in unimaginable forms of intercourse, both um, intellectual and physical. Okay. 
it's important to communicate around routines and assumptions and making sure expectations are clear around um, shared responsibilities. That's how this ties into routines. Yeah, I would agree. So I didn't circle what brought me joy. Well, you don't need to. I bring you joy. Everyone knows this. Or come over here. I... Come over here. I'm going to give you a sharpie, and I want you to circle me. Dislike. Can you do that? Can you do that? Um. Can you circle? Because me? there's a certain level of like you know everything just needs to get done, whether you like it or not. Hmm. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> everything does need to get done. So you know. I mean, and then. It goes back to my list one. How many things do you have on list one? Can you remind the listeners what was on list one? Uh, list of what makes you happy right now. I want you to... Hold on. I want you to... Um, I'm going to run out of the podcast studio real quick to do something. I want you to read your list. But not too fast because I want to be able to comment. Well, okay? how will you be able to hear it if you leave the podcast Just, just talk. I'm gonna. I don't want there to be dead air. Where just. Are you going? I need one minute. I have to. Why plug. don't you just pause the thing? It doesn't pause. I need to plug it into power. Just are you gonna going. cut this? I'm not gonna cut it. You're gonna talk. What am talk I gonna... about the process of filling in your list? Ugh. And what that was like coming in after me. You can do it. Well, listen. My list. I don't compare lists in life or in this book or in this process or anything so don't be mean to your list i'm not mean to my list i own my list my list is fine i can't see without my glasses so um what did you want me to do talk about your list i'll be right back where are you going he's Uh, leaving the podcast studio people i don't know where he's going he thinks that there's going to be dead air, but I don't know about that. So, I don't know how he can communicate about my list if he's not here. So, I'm just going to keep talking. And now he's back. I just need one more minute. Um, but now you can at least hear me, so you're not not in the room. I hear you. Keep going. Okay. So, you want me to read this list? Yeah, read your list. So, he wants me to read my list about what makes me happy right now. Yeah, this is list one. List one. So, we've completely deviated topics. We haven't deviated topics. We've gone back to list one because you didn't participate in list one. I, I sort of did, but that's okay. Well, you didn't read your list. So, well, now I, I have created a list, and here it is. She created a list, now she's gonna read the list. Go on. Here's my list. List one. List what makes you happy right now. Go on. Am I number one on the list? Listening to my children. How dare you? laugh with each other that makes me happy clean sheets Mm. listening to music in the car I don't like that going to concerts 
I think listening to music in a car is a distraction, by the way. Eating a good meal again. Here comes food. <laughs> food. Having a cat lay on me. Hmm. Art supplies. Go on. Being engaged in a good project. Hmm. What kind of projects? Any projects that I'm engaged in. Mm-hmm. Cuddling with my husband. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Enjoying time with my friends. Okay. Going to the beach, especially Asbury Park. Oh, I don't like that one. Go on. Visiting with my family. Okay. Or any family. Checking out cool art exhibits. Okay. Making art. Going to the movies. I feel like making art. Go on. Smelling pine and lavender, not together. Interesting. Smelling pine. I mentioned earlier that my beard oil is pine scented. Not coordinated. Flea markets, antique stores, and um, those types, like vintage stores. I like going and perusing. Go on. Shopping. Go on. Rainstorms in the summer. Hmm. I knew that about you. Driving on the floor of the valley and seeing the mountains, especially at sunset. Hmm. Finishing a workout, like being done. Like your instructor says, we're done. I can see that. I like that. I don't um, exercise in group classes, so I've never had that experience. Yeah. Sitting by a fire. Oh, I love that. Reading a good book. Me too. Planning stuff. Mm, I'm not big on planning. Go on. Uh, Creaky wood floors in old buildings. I like that too. That's all I have on my list. That was a fantastic list. Thank you for sharing it. That was my list. Now we're caught up. That make me happy. Now we're caught up. I'm sure there's more... We, um, again, this is a lim- these pages are limited in, um, their physical dimension. So there's only so much you could possibly put on there. hmm Well, we're caught up. hmm We both shared our second lists of routines. We had an excellent conversation about... The Invisible Burden... Of partners. Mm-hmm. Some partners do more than others. Mm-hmm. But Some... sometimes that's okay. If the partner is also contributing to the family in other ways. Mm-hmm. We talked about expectations. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about sexpectations. Always with the sex. We talked about... Is that like a whole section in this book? I'm waiting for the sex section. Say that ten times fast. Sex section. Um, We talked about list number one, the things that bring you joy right now. I'm glad you shared that. You had no thoughts. 
I had many thoughts. There's something. You didn't say anything. About I said it. many things. There's some things I disagreed with. There's some things that I thought um, were wonderful. When you listen back, you'll hear the thoughts. What do you mean? I shared thoughts as you were reading Not the really. list. Not like your list when you read your list. Well, you're supposed to share thoughts about your list. No, I'm just listing my list. No, you're supposed to elaborate and no. expand and, ex- and expound upon your list. Wrong. I'm supposed to expound upon your list? You went and like you would pause and then you were like, hey, what do you think about that? Right, but you didn't prompt me and I don't okay, want to be... I'm prompting you. You're, you're prompting me after the fact. I believe that like a list is a list and you just like read the list. Right, but you have to give space to the person you're doing a podcast with to mm-hmm. respond. You have to prompt. You just said I prompted you. Mm-hmm. You didn't prompt me. Okay. You kind of left me on my own. Okay. This is the invisible burden you're placing on me, by the way, you're is right. to respond to your list. It's okay. You don't need to respond. Listen. This was a fantastic podcast. I had my doubts. <laughs> Your doubts about what? Going into this, we went out to dinner earlier. Mm-hmm. Then we went to a party. Mm-hmm. We got home. It was late. It's now well past midnight. But here's what I've learned. We were talking about some stuff. Sharing, emoting, connecting. Now I gotta pee. And now you've gotta pee. And peeing is half the battle. Is half the battle, and it's a good place to end this podcast on peeing. (laughs) Do you want me to pee into the microphone? You could pee into the microphone. Okay. It could be like a rage peeing quitting. I think the microphone will reach into the bathroom if you want to pee, if we want to record it. But I don't think anyone wants to hear that, do they? No. Although I'm sure there is a um, subculture of people. A a um, people with a, a sexual proclivity uh, towards the sex. Listening to people peeing. Everything isn't about sex. Well. Really, everything in a way is about sex or the sexual impulse. We are all biological um, beings. Um, I don't want to say that we all, that's presumptuous, and it's probably not true that we all are in some ways driven by sexual impulses, but many of us are. So for some of us, some things are at least about sex. And let's be honest. Sex can be funny. It can be interesting. I have to pee. And you have to pee. Again, I've tried to end this podcast several times already. When? Um, before, when I said, you having to pee is a good place to end this podcast. That was like literally two seconds ago. Um, I think it was more like three or four minutes ago, but I don't think so. So here's what I want to do. I want to thank you again for being on the soft 
Serve podcast. You're welcome. Sharing your lists. And uh, engaging me in um, interlocution and dialogical intercourse. I think that's a good place to end this podcast. Yeah, probably. I gotta pee. On intercourse. Peeing and intercourse. I'm rage quitting. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Others will learn charity, and that the sources scourges.